What is happening again, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you. Thank you once again for tuning into The Drop. And that opening riff is by my buddy John Speck. The name of the band is called The Scheme and No Goods. You can check it out. Um, I have had that same opening riff for the things that I'm doing since 2007. 2007. The song's called Punch the Clock. Always hit home with me. Love it. Thank you, John. Um, I know we don't talk enough, but thank you for giving me some of the best music to soundtrack my life as we continue on this evolutionary uh, trail that we are all on. We are all on. And today, I got my buddy Pete Pasque here, and um, you know we're talking about uh, the skate park and how influential it has been in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, you can look it up if you're from around the globe. Just pull up Ann Arbor, Michigan. You can see right what we're talking about. Very famous for U of M. But they have one of the greatest skateboard parks in the country. In the country. I mean, something for everybody. And now, with the help of the Friends of the Ann Arbor Skate Park, along with uh, the Peace Neighborhood um, organization, uh, we're even reaching a wider audience. And so, once again, I want to introduce you guys to my buddy Pete. Pete, um, you know, the Friends of the Ann Arbor Skate Park, you know, I've, I've been, I was helping raise money even before they even broke ground with Trevor Staples. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crystal Gale does a lot over yeah. there. Uh, who's involved with it right now? I know Chris Castle, the mayor. Um, Chris Castle's a great dude, always yeah. grinding it up at the park. Uh, who else is uh, doing stuff there? Well, so um, there's nine of us on the board. Um, we recently expanded, um, got some um, younger folks on there, you know, uh, bringing new perspectives. So Chris, Chris Castle is our president, and, um, and Crystal Partington is uh, our, um, our treasurer. Um, I'm the secretary. Um, and uh, Lucy Castle uh, is Chris's daughter, who's oh. uh, our, one of our youth uh, um, people on the board, representation. Um, Brent uh, Gubaton is uh, a new uh, board member. So is Austin Williams, um, or Boston, as he likes yeah, to, to be called. Ripper. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kara Browder. Um, and um, she's uh, she's sponsored by uh, Olympia and um, – and, um, uh, oh, She's sponsored by a shoe company. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then David uh, Garrido um, is, uh, uh, you know, in his twenties, um, and uh, he's been skating up there for a while, and he wanted to contribute, so he's on the board too. And and Kyle uh, Rua is on the board as well. Cool. And so what we, a great group! You know, I've done some things with Kyle. I mean, I've done some things with everybody on the board. Yeah. You know, Kyle has been influential in, in what I do with Purple Heart. Sure. Him and I have had some private conversations. And what I love about that queue of, of members is one, it changes. It's changed. It's not the same group since day one. It it continues to change. But that that wide demographic. Yeah. That wide demographic and uh, somebody who has been there. And it's hilarious when you see him out there. If you don't know, David Swain, um, uh, what is he? He plays ukulele, ukulele I oh, think. Oh, he plays. He He's a saxophonist um, primarily. But uh, I went and saw one of his uh, shows, and I saw a friend of mine there who's a jazz musician. And I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, I know David. He's like, oh, he's he's a heavy hitter. And I was like, yeah, I know. He's, he's been playing. He's played with everyone. He's like, no, no, you don't understand. He really knows everyone. Like he said, when when all the jazz musicians or whomever would come into to uh, Detroit to play, if they needed a sesame, session musician, he'd be the first person they call. And he play he's, he plays anything. 
Wow. You know, and, and uh, so, yeah, he's he's got a lot of really cool stories. Well, and if you show up on Sundays, he has a sign, says morning mass, That's 10 a.m., and he's there skating. And, uh, I mean, he's he's close to 70. He's getting up there. And one of the coolest things, and uh, I don't know if you were there. I was there the day the mayor of Ann Arbor gave him a proclamation of Stoke. The mayor of Ann Arbor. That's how cool the Ann Arbor Skate Park is, man. Yeah. The Skate Park Respect folks showed up, too, yeah. all the way from oh, California. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I met all those guys, too. And they talk about, you know, taking uh, responsibility, cleaning up your parks, making it a good place and a comfortable place for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, David's great. He skates every single morning. Um, and in the wintertime, I'll be driving by the park and see him out there shoveling. Uh, so I go get my shovel, go meet him, you know, up with him. And, and we keep it shoveled for uh, a lot of it shoveled for a lot of the winter. Yeah, it's so cool. And he gets in there like he isn't just showing up just to be like a community guy. No, he's padded oh. up. He's he's carving the biggest bowls Ann Arbor has to offer. David is in there. And I, I just think it's always a rad time to see him out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I said, you know, what's the secret? He says, secrets don't stop. Yep. Just keep doing it. Yep, yep. Keep moving. Keep moving. So, you know, Friends of Ann Arbor Skate Park, uh, that's really a, uh, the main reason that ball got rolling. And it continues to evolve. I think, what was it, about a month ago, they put up lights? Yeah. Yeah. And been raising money for a while. It's been about a four-year process yep. to get the lights. And so the, the lights are, um, are available to be on during park hours. So I think that's like um, 7 to 10. Okay. And um, there's a couple buttons on a few of the posts. You push a button and the lights will stay on for an hour. And then there's um, yellow lights on two of those posts with the buttons and they'll they'll flash and give you a 10-minute warning that the lights are about to kick off. So you just need to go push the button again, and they'll stay on for another hour. Oh, that's brilliant. You yeah. know, I was down in uh, Austin over the summer, and their park had lights, and brand-new park, and they would flash. Mm-hmm. And that let you know there was five minutes left. Yep. And then at five minutes, black. Yep. It was it was like, oh, okay. And I had heard that there were buttons. I haven't been out there at night yet. Because um, it actually got cold uh, right when the lights were, were working. But um, that's such a great idea to have a button that you can turn it on. And also from a energy perspective, mm-hmm. they're not just staying on uh, till all hours of the night. Yeah, but I, any, anytime I drive by there at night, it doesn't matter how cold it is, they're always on someone skating. It, oh, it's great. Right. And people skate at night over there with giant smiles on their faces. You know, everyone's so happy that the lights are, you know, it's 5 o'clock and it, you know, it's mm-hmm. pitch black. But you can you can skate. That's so cool. Skate for free. That's so cool. Well, um, I wanted to. I, I was thinking of a question to ask you. What you said, Rob Roskop was the first pro board you ever had. Yeah. Uh, and I was so intrigued by your evolution because mine's not that much different. Riding a little plastic board in the '70s, and then a friend of mine comes home about 1982, 83. Comes up to visit from Florida. He has a. Um, a big board, a real skateboard, yeah. and uh, and I rode one. I'm like, I want to get one of these, Dad. Yeah. And um, my dad actually bought me a cheap board from Dunham's. I mm-hmm. wore that out. Another cheap board from like Kmart's. Yep. Wore that out, and I happened to be playing hockey with some guys who uh, here in Michigan. Um, there was a place up in Birmingham called Don Thomas Sport House. And they had real skateboards. And the kids who I were playing hockey with from that area well, already had, like, Powell Peralta and yeah. stuff. So I'd buy their used boards off them. And that my yeah. first uh, pro board, mine, was the, the classic Lance Mountain with the guys running from Future Primitive. Mm-hmm. That was the first pro board I ever had. And, uh, and it always will have a 
little special place in my heart. Right, right. Yeah, yeah no, I, um, you never forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's fun. I remember the first time that, that we got my board set up out in California and, and we're up in the foothills in Sierra Madre, right? And the, the hills are steep. Um, actually, the, there were no streets that ran parallel to ours any higher up the mountain because it got too steep. And so um, my neighbor was like, yeah, you know, tomorrow morning, now we got these set up. We'll, we'll go up. And I used to ride this old crappy board and ride down this hill. We'll do this with our good boards, and it's going to be fun, right? So we go out with our families in the morning someplace, and we had like our Sunday clothes on, right? We come back. I change out of mine. My buddy Pat doesn't change out of his. And, and we grab our boards. We go up the hill. I go down first. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll go. I push a couple times. I'm I'm riding down. It's going faster, faster, faster. The wind starts whipping past my ears. The houses are going by. My board starts going like this. I'm like, there's a busy street at the bottom of the hill. So I, I jump off. I try to run it out, take three steps, and I just roll head over heels for two full houses, right? And I get up, and I'm like, Pat, don't go. Don't go. He's like, okay. And he, he pushes and, and goes and comes whizzing past me, jumps off, same thing, three steps, head over heels, man, just rolling down the hill. And we get up, we go back home, like, five minutes later, and we're bloody, and just like blood on our shoulders, on our heads, on our backs, on our <laughs> knees, just, fl- you know, and Pat's got his Sunday clothes on, they're all ripped to shreds, right? His elbows are ripped out of his, his white button-down shirt, and his knee- knees are ripped out. We go, my dad takes one look at us and just starts laughing and said, what the hell did you guys do? Uh-huh. <laughs> but we didn't think that we had new bearings on, we had, you know, Good bearings on the board, good wheels on the board. We didn't think it was going to go a lot faster than an old crappy board. We were just like, oh, I could do this in an old crappy board. Right. Just imagine what we can do in this brand new cool board, you know, like with all the state-of-the-art stuff. Well, apparently, you go a lot faster. <laughs> and I'm sitting over here, and I, I've, you know, partook in many of the similar experiences. Like, man, do we think different? Because most people would do that and go, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> and, and, and like... So many of the skateboarders or extreme sports athletes did that early on and went, I can't wait to do that yeah, again. that's right. I can't wait to do that again. I survived. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a different kind of mindset. But uh, the way um, the community has, has, has grown, you know, you don't have to be that daredevil. You don't have to be that crazy, oh, that's my, that's my crazy friend or crazy whatever. It, it's open to everybody. You can cruise. In Ann Arbor, we see longboarders taking their, their longboards to class or in mm-hmm. between their dorms. We have that great skate park where uh, we see, you know, five-year-old kids out there and their dad helping them along in full gear. Uh, it's people like Austin just ripping but willing to help anybody who who even has, needs a little tip and and again the camaraderie the creativity there's so much more than just being a daredevil when it comes to extreme sports especially uh, because I'm, it's so close to us the skateboard community yeah. and let's talk a little bit more about that this art show when is it going down so it's february 23rd from uh, 6 to 10 at, uh, in the evening in Ann Arbor at the Zingerman's Gray Line space. Uh, it's a uh, 100 Ashley Street. Okay. But if you look up, you know, the Gray Line, you'll you'll find it. And we're going to – we're making posters now. We'll, we'll, we'll put them on social media and everything. Um, but uh, it should be a great time. We'll, we'll have at least 30 boards there to auction off. It's going to be a silent auction. And um, it's all to raise money to support what what – we do at the skate park. I mean, we really are instrumental in keeping it, you know, um, up the upkeep, 
keeping it open and free for everybody. And now um, we're getting into more programming. And the the park has been, uh, you know, we haven't had. It's not covered with graffiti. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not like you know, uh, just like put in the corner and forgotten about, which so many skate parks are. This park is. I mean, it's well traveled. There's a pathway where people are walking by all the time. Um, again, there's baseball fields. It's it's very very welcoming to everybody. Um, for those that. Um, did not uh, hear the first segment. The art auction, we're going to have, uh, like Pete said, 30 boards. They're going to be auctioned off to continue to grow our community. Um, and if people want to follow it on social media, what's the best way for them to follow? Um, uh, A2 Skate Park uh, and uh, A2 Skate Park on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, A2SkatePark.org. You can get to our website. Cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. 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 And and like I, I I was saying earlier, Matty Armstrong, he was super proud of the board. He started posting that like in progress, like what he was doing. I have a few ideas for what I want to do. My cousin is uh, doing some laser etching stuff, so oh, I was cool. going to talk to him about possibly laser etching one of my gra- one of my drawings onto a board. If not, um, you know, I, I love painting, I love drawing, I love uh, being creative. So I, I know we're going to have a good time. Uh, years ago, I actually was a uh, something at uh, what is the comic book store? Something to midnight. Vault of midnight. Yeah, um, we've done benefits there yeah. in the past for A two skate park. Um, this one I like a little more because it's widening the community. Yeah, it's widening the community, and uh, I'll tell you what: one of the raddest things that we're seeing now is um, is it's not it's slowly becoming not such a male dominated right. activity. And and I know you can speak on that a little bit. Oh yeah, for sure. Like um, and Kara Browder, she's she's awesome. You know, she was one of our peace skate uh, mentors and uh, in, instructors last year, and. Um, she does. She's also one of the uh, instructors for the all-girl skate, and the kids just they gravitate toward her. You know, she's a she's a ripper, and she's uh, a good person. And you know, the the kids, boys and girls, they you know, they like to to hang out with her and learn how to skate. And most of the folks in our community are like that. You know, Modern Skate and Surf has been doing an all-girl skate jam. I think it's the last Sunday of every month, mm-hmm. and they get a great turnout. And again, it's from a seven or eight year old young lady to i mean i my yoga instructor was 53 nice and i would i would help her with her skateboard skills and Mm -hmm. she was teaching me uh the proper asanas of yoga and things and i mean she taught me how to wakeboard like she was in her 50s and i'm like there is no limit the only limit is what you have in here uh so one more time we're coming down to the end of the segment one more time can you uh let our our awesome drop-in audience know where they can see more about what we're doing at the ann arbor skate park the a2skatepark.org's got Dot org has links to uh, to everything, all of our social media and stuff like that. And Zingerman's is donating their their space and some some snacks for for the uh, for the art show. But it's going to be on February twenty third from six to ten. And even if you don't plan on buying anything, come on down and hang out. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have a, uh, a couple DJs, maybe even up to three DJs rotating the set. Oh, cool! Um, and folks are going to be hanging out and, and having a good time. Right on. Well, Pete, I want to thank you for spending some time oh, here you. on the drop-in. Um, you know, down the road we'll have you on again, and we'll talk about it after the fact. Maybe have some artists in here, too. Cool. But I want to thank you guys, the audience, because you're the reason I do this show. 
You are the reason I do this show. You are the reason Pete's here. Thank you so much. Make sure to keep up to date with A2SkatePark.org and also all over social media. And uh, it's just going to be an awesome event. So thank you very much. And until next time, I am Gerald Valley. That is my man Pete. And this is The Drop-In. Thanks. Thanks.